0: OETA, Oklahoma's home for public television. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oklahoma News Report podcast. I'm your host and news director, Rich Lenz. Each week on our show, we do an in-depth segment with a handful of panelists covering a timely topic. This time of year is when Oklahoma's major charities do some of their most important work, providing food and gifts and lodging for those in need. Fundraising is always a challenge, and even more so during a pandemic that refuses to go away. How are they faring this holiday season? That's the topic of this week's In-Depth Conversation with moderator Susan Cadeau and her guests.
1: Thank you, Rich. Yes, tis the season to be giving, but in the season, the holiday season post-COVID, sort of, how is the giving going? We have uh, three guests here to, to let us know, and I'd like to introduce them to you now. First, we have Dan Strawn, who is the executive director of the Oklahoma City Homeless Alliance. We have Debbie Hampton, who is the president and CEO of the United Way of Central Oklahoma. And last, but certainly not least, we have Jenny Swyden, who is with the Salvation Army of Tulsa. Angel Tree, she's the public relations manager there. Thank you all for being with us.
0: Absolutely. My pleasure.
1: Well, Debbie, I want to I start with you. Over the, the last year, we've seen ups and downs in the job market, and funny, we were just talking about the economy, economy before we started, but um, how is all of this, everything that uh, America has gone through, how is it translating into giving, especially in Oklahoma?
2: You know, I'll be real honest. I think that what we're seeing is one Oklahomans are just by nature, very generous. And it's not just monetary, it's also giving of their time and, and we're still seeing that what we're trying, I mean, kind of what we're seeing that our challenges is you know, now using technology more than ever as we're raising dollars and as we're, we're asking people for giving, um, a lot of people are still virtual. And so not being able to be in person makes a big impact when we can't have a United Way partner agency literally in person speaking to individuals and, and really educating people on what they're giving to. Um, but I can tell you, our campaign is still not... Uh, complete. We're still in the middle of our campaign. Campaign. It won't wrap up until early February. Um, t- my counterpart in Tulsa at the Tulsa Area United Way, they've just wrapped up theirs, and quite frankly, they came in higher on their campaign than last year. Very successful campaign. That that's one. So of- I'm hoping
1: for the same. <laughs> That is great news. That's wonderful for Oklahoma. Uh, Ginny, I want to come to you next. What are you seeing on the Salvation Army side as far as giving, not just with Angel Tree, but across the board?
3: Yeah, so I think now more than ever, more people need help. And so this year with our Angel Tree program, we're helping over 5,800 kids. We still have over 1,900 left for adoption. So there is a big need there. But Like Debbie said, a lot of people are going virtual. So you can adopt angels online on our website. You can also donate virtually to our Red Kettle campaign. And this Red Kettle campaign, this funds our year-round programs serving thousands of people in green country each year. And so both of these programs are so vital, and we really appreciate the community support.
1: I know the Red Kettle program kind of just started. Is there any way to tell at this point if you're on trend for receiving Uh, the same amount of of donations that you have in the past.
3: Yeah, so our goal this year is actually higher than it
1: was last year. We're aiming to
3: raise $725,000. So far, we have raised over $263,000. So we still have a chunk to go, but people can donate through Christmas Eve, so there's still time left to help out.
1: Dan, I want to come to you, and I'm going to talk to everyone about this, Dan, but I want to start with you. Uh, You've been seeing this firsthand. These donations are sorely needed. I know you see it where you are, but you know, you've been around forever. So you see more than just your area and your field of influence in Oklahoma. Can you explain the situation to us, the situation of need?
0: Certainly in central Oklahoma, it, it's a very generous community. And, and, and one of the things they're really good at is kind of responding to disaster. So we saw after the October ice storm last year, just a, an inrush of, of items we needed, you know, generators and, and socks and gloves and, and, and cash. And then same thing happened after the February deep freeze and over a longer term, you're seeing the same thing happen with the pandemic because that's a crisis response too. And so the community has, has been really generous, but just as Jenny said, while the community has been very generous, the need has increased. And you know, we've seen thousands of evictions in um, in Oklahoma County, even though you know we had a moratorium for a while, and there's in the community cares partnership here in central Oklahoma has spent $132 million in eviction prevention, utility assistance, job training assistance, those sorts of things. But the the numbers are, are going up and, and the need is going up. And, um, you know, it's our hope that the com- community continues to respond as generously as they have in the past.
1: Dan, does the Homeless Alliance have a, um, a holiday time um, fund drive?
0: So we, um, <laughs> we don't really have a fund drive per se. Um, we do, we have about 1500 households in our various housing programs and a lot of those are families with children so we are working with the community to provide you know a good Christmas meal and Christmas presents especially to the families with children but also to our veterans and our transition age youth and our various housing programs. We will send out a a, you know a fundraiser we're a United Way partner agency, and so obviously can't can't do that sort of thing between Labor Day and Thanksgiving. And we're really religious about that. That's United Way's time to fundraise, and those those funds come to us among you know the other fifty three uh, great partner agencies that United Way has.
1: Great, all right, uh, Debbie. Uh, what kinds of uh, programs does the United Way help? Uh, how it serves uh, the people. Um, mm-hmm here in the state?
2: You know, United Ways model statewide, there are 17 United Ways in the state of Oklahoma, all doing really, really good things. But our role is to make sure that we are funding the right programs of agencies like Salvation Army, like the Homeless Alliance. I call them the best of the best because our model is to fund the strongest agencies where donors get as much as possible for their money. And they do, they get the accountability, they get the integrity united ways are looking constantly and researching what the needs are and then trying to put our dollars into those areas Um, there's other ways though that you can support united way agencies as dan was speaking i mean literally just yesterday i was at uh, one of his programs the florist that they are literally teaching our homeless population how to make a living wage and get off the streets and they're learning to do floral design. And I mean, who doesn't need flowers? I mean, you know, and so I I needed to buy a friend a bouquet. And I mean, it was amazing for me, actually, Dan, it was the first time I'd been there at Curbside Forest, but to see like 17 clients that were doing or so doing floral arrangements. So not only, Do I give my contribution to United Way that funds 102 programs of our agencies? I can also spend my dollars to benefit programs of our agencies as a consumer.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm really... So many agencies, and not just, not just y'alls, have come up with so many wonderful ways. I've even seen individuals, uh, a gentleman up in, up in Tulsa, uh, Jenny, I don't know, uh, Roy Morris, with Roy Morris Gallery, during that horrible freeze last year, found someone, and the community came together. Uh, this gentleman was on the streets due to medical bills and his wife passing, on the streets with his little dog and Royce got him a hotel room, and then the, he called out for help, and so many people came together to help this individual and his little dog, and we check in with him, and now this gentleman has an apartment. That's the spirit of Oklahoma. And Ginny, and there is this need. Some people, for whatever reason, don't access care. They don't, maybe it's because of the little dog, but there is need there and and it it matters. This is a direct impact on folks who, through no fault of their own, this gentleman had medical bills that just, he couldn't stay in his home and he was out on the street because of it. he lost his wife. Um, It's terrible.
3: Yeah, I think that's a beautiful story though about how the Tulsa community linked arms to help a stranger. And it is neighbors helping neighbors, but in reality, it's strangers helping strangers. And so your story is just such a beautiful example of how Tolson's link arms to help people. And I think this time more than ever, more people are having to ask for help for the first time because of all these circumstances, they haven't had to ask for help before, but now they need help. And so these individuals need to know that Places like the Salvation Army, we're here to serve. In a time of uncertainty, we want people to know that we're a steady place for them to go. We offer so many different programs from our homeless shelter to feeding hungry people to our boys and girls clubs. We are here to truly do the most good in Tulsa. That isn't a brag; it's our commitment to the community. And so, we just want people to know we're here. We know it can be hard to ask for help, but we are here to help and to serve the people of Green Country.
1: Dan, I want to, uh, our time is running out, but I want to talk about something that um, Debbie brought up. You guys, vet the organizations, you know, we want to be good stewards with our, with our resources and we want to make sure they're going somewhere. And sometimes, Dan, it's easy to get jaded because you see stories or news stories about people who are asking for money and they don't really need it. Um, what do you see in the folks that you guys serve um, in Oklahoma? Um, is, what's the percentage of need or versus people who are trying to take advantage of a soft heart?
0: from my perspective, people trying to take unfair advantage of the largesse that the community provides to meet needs is just vanishingly small. I, you know, I'd, I'd invite anybody to come to our day shelter or Salvation Army's shelter. And I mean, those those people aren't, aren't scamming. They're, they're in true legitimate need. I mean, you know, Oklahoma is consistently among the top 5 in the nation if not number 1 in in just hunger. Um, the, you know there's 135,000 people who live in Oklahoma County who are live at or below the poverty line. That's $12,000 a year. So the, the 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 work you have to go through to access those services, it's just the that kind of scamming that people worry about. It just doesn't happen. And then at the agency level, and Debbie is absolutely right. The the volunteers, it, I mean we get we get federal funding and so we're getting you know in-depth audits from independent CPA firms. And and those are those are really taking a close look. And it is nothing compared to the examination that you get from United Way's 250 allocations volunteers. I mean, they dig into everything we do. And because they're coming from the community, they provide us with ideas for how we can better our operations. So um, if if you're given to United Way or to a United Way partner agency, you can be pretty confident that your, your time, your talent, your treasure is going where it's needed most in the community.
1: You know, Dan, we talk about serving. This is serving the community. And any of you can answer this from a personal point of view. How do you feel about the work you do in serving the communities in which you live?
0: Well, for for me, um, you know, I started the Homeless Alliance in 2004. So I've been at this for 17 years. And, I mean, I look forward to coming to work. Not every day, but <laughs> almost every day. It's a, it is such a blessing to be able to help. Um, sometimes it can be really challenging, sometimes even frustrating, but it's it's just a blessing. It absolutely is.
3: Jenny? Speaking to, I know it's the season of Christmas, and so angel tree is fresh on my brain. And I just know seeing those tags, I know it may just seem like a piece of paper, but they each represent a child. And when I go through our joy center and I read these tags and I see that the need and want for these little kids is a jacket or a car seat or a blanket that it just drives home why we do what we do. So we can serve these people who desperately need our help.
1: And Debbie, I'll let you have the last word on that.
2: You know, I, um, I'm so fortunate to get to do what I do. And uh, every day I get to work with people like Jenny and Dan every day. And it's just, I tell people all the time, I have the best job in the entire world. But what I'd like to encourage people is right now during this holiday season, people are extremely generous. And I want to encourage them to please keep that throughout the year, because our agencies are not just helping people during the holiday season. It's, It's every day. Twenty-four-seven, and and they need they need the support.
1: All right, wonderful. Thank you very much, uh, Debbie. Quickly, uh, how can people find you
2: on uh, the internet? You know, I would like to encourage them to look for any of their local United Ways. And if they just go in and they type in United Way in the city, if they can put Oklahoma City, they can put Tulsa, wherever they live, it will pop up their local United Way. Um, But we're United Way of Central Oklahoma. If they have any difficulty getting to their local United Way, we are happy to help them. Jenny? People can visit our
3: website, www.saltarmytulsa.org, and pretty much all of our information can be found there, and any questions they have, answers are on there. So we encourage them to visit our website. And
1: Dan?
0: Yes, so we have a website too. It's just homelessalliance.org. There's a tab on it that says Get Involved, and it will take you to our volunteer hub with all our volunteer opportunities, and it also has a donation button.
1: Wonderful. I'd like to thank all three of you for sharing your time with us on this very important topic of serving others, our neighbors, in the state of Oklahoma. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Support independent journalism in Oklahoma. Donate at OETA.TV slash podcast. That's OETA.TV slash podcast. From OETA, Oklahoma's home for public television. Mm -hmm.